Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1429, How to Declutter Slowly and Easily Without the Stress, by Kalen Bruce of freedomsprout.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator today and every day. So it's not a typical podcast. There are no interviews. And it's short, almost always fewer than 10 minutes. If you're new here listening from oldpodcast.com or YouTube, there are lots of ways to listen for free on the go. The most convenient is from a smartphone using pretty much any free podcast app. Just get an app and subscribe to this show for free to get new episodes. And with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. How to Declutter Slowly and Easily Without the Stress by Kaylin Bruce of freedomsprout.com. When you think of decluttering, it may seem overwhelming. You have all this stuff. You're not exactly sure how you've accumulated such an absurd amount of things, but you have. All you know now is that you need less stuff. There's the KonMari method, which gets it done all at once, and that in itself can be overwhelming, especially if you drag out every piece of clothing you own and then run out of time before you're able to put it back, causing even more clutter. Many methods recommend doing it all at once. If that works for you, do it. But only you know how you are. And I know how I am, and I am not a declutter the entire house in a weekend kind of guy. While Marie Kondo has some great ideas and unique ways to fold your clothes, her method isn't for everyone. I do like her show on Netflix, though. It's always nice to see people's lives with less stuff and more freedom. If you're not trying to put in 40 hours this weekend decluttering your home, you'll appreciate some of these slower steps that anyone can use. Why we keep things. Before the how, let's go over the why and the what of decluttering. I've read several books on minimalism and decluttering for my own sake and to help others who may have even more clutter than we did when we started minimizing. I've narrowed it down to three reasons we tend to keep things. Number one, we overpaid for something, or at least we paid a lot for something that we no longer want or need. We know we can't sell it for much, so we hold on to it. Holding on to an item we don't use that we paid a bunch of money for will only keep us focused on how much money we spent. Give it a new home. Someone else may actually use it. Number two, we're afraid we'll need it later. But we almost never do. We've given a lot of stuff away and I would say we end up needing about 1% of it, but even then, we were able to either just do without it or buy it again for cheap from someone else who doesn't think they need it anymore. Number three, we've attached sentimental value. This is the hardest, but it's also the most important when decluttering. It's important that we don't tie up our feelings in material objects. You won't lose memories just because you gave something away. If the item makes you happy, keep it. But if it's a burden that you keep out of some sort of obligation, 
keep the memory of the object and get rid of the object. Now let's move on to how you can get started. Go at your own pace. This is obvious, yes, but important enough to note. If you're in a chaotic season of life right now with kids in school or sports and a hectic work life, it's not going to be the time to dedicate two hours a day to decluttering, but you may be able to dedicate two hours a weekend or 10 minutes a day. Do what you can. You don't have to tackle the most difficult area first. You don't have to start with a junk drawer. Anything is better than nothing, which I assume is mostly what you've been doing. Yeah, I know, I've been there. If you can only declutter one cabinet a day or one drawer or a quarter of a room, then do that. Think of what your home would look like now if you started this slow method six months ago or a year ago. But take action. Your own pace must still be a pace and one room per decade is probably a little too slow. You wanna reap the benefits of a more minimalist lifestyle. Let that motivate you, but we'll talk about motivation in a moment. Sometimes the most productive thing you can do is be productive before you feel productive. If you get in the garage or the living room and start working, motivation will generally follow, but not always right away. The good news is that if the motivation doesn't come, just do your one little piece for the day and stop. Decluttering is going to take a lot of action. It can be spread across a long time period or fit into a short one. Decluttering shouldn't lead to stress because the point of it is to reduce stress. So take action, but if you're getting stressed, you may wanna take a little less action. Or you could always use that stress as motivation to finish the house, it's up to you. When you take action and don't feel stressed, you'll become motivated. Once that happens, then ride the motivation wave. If you set parameters or goals on your decluttering, that's great but don't let them get in your way. You may have a goal to declutter one cabinet a day in your kitchen, but you get up early on a Saturday feeling motivated and feel like decluttering the entire kitchen. Do it. That's called a motivation wave. Motivation breeds more motivation and we don't always know when motivation will come. It's true that action leads to motivation, but then there are times that motivation hits us randomly. Don't waste those times. Dr. BJ Fogg introduced the idea of motivation waves in his tiny habits method. I'm sure you've experienced motivation waves before. The difference and the secret is to look for them. Instead of finishing a project and thinking you were more motivated than expected, wait for that wave and then ride it. But don't forget to donate or sell as you go. It's up to you whether you want to donate or sell your things. I lean more towards donating, especially when you look at the work that goes into selling. But do your own calculation. If you think it'll be worth your time, sell it. Regardless of how you do it, you must get rid of the stuff as you go. Don't throw all your donations in the garage for a year. That would just lead to another project in the garage, sorting through stuff to remember what was for donation and what you're keeping. And it'll be a major project to get rid of all that stuff. When it comes to donating, get into a routine of taking all of the week's or month's donations at the same time on the same day each week or month. That will ingrain the habit in you and keep your house clutter-free as you go. It's not about a method. If you want a method for decluttering, there are plenty. Go ahead and comari your house if that's what works for you. But if that's not practical, find your own way. My point was not so much to give you a method, but to give you permission that you never needed in the first place to do it your way. You just listened to the post titled How to Declutter Slowly and Easily Without the Stress by Kaylin Bruce of freedomsprout.com. I'll do it for today. Thank you for listening and sticking around until the end. Have a great weekend if you're listening in real time. And I'll see you tomorrow as usual, where your optimal life awaits.